Welcome to Season 3, Episode 26 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to 2021. Mm, Happy New Year. I know. Happy New Year. January 1st, the start of new beginnings, new things, new adventures. Hopefully a positive, healthy, happy year ahead. Mm, I think so. Mm. I really think so. I just read a small article and the top of the uh, first line said, good riddance 2020. Yeah, look, I'm sure a lot of people uh, feel like that, definitely. I think this New Year's Eve celebration, there would have been a lot of uh, happy people saying goodbye to 2020. And From a their lot of lounge room that's with right. five people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's full right. On. Look, it is uh, an awesome opportunity, is the way we look at it, mm. to reflect on the year that was, I think discuss all of these things that have affected people so greatly mm. and all the other things that went with it as well. I mean, you know, I broke my ankle twice in 2020. Yeah, hard look, to it, believe. that's right. I mean, it, it certainly has been a, a standout year, mm. I think, um, on lots of different scales globally as well as personally as well you know it seems to have been a year that perhaps because of the the global impact of the pandemic it seemed to have brought about uh, a lot more um negative or or you know just heightened yes situations for people Mm. you seem to have heard a lot about people's um individual personal um, struggles challenges experiences that went bad yeah look and potentially that happens every year you know and maybe it was just more heightened because of the state of the world this year but as you say paul it it's a really good opportunity to reflect back on the year that was and this isn't something new because of the year of 2020. This is something that we like to do every year. Yeah, last week we had a really great discussion around finish your year before it starts, Mm. and we thought we'd expand on that a little bit this week, uh, really, again, to take that opportunity to actually reflect on the moments that were positive, that did come as achievements or... Yeah, moments that really made you feel thankful. Yeah, and it's it's also a little bit of self-assessment, personal development as well. You know, if you if you don't stop and take stock of the things that have, you know, transpired, how you have handled situations, learnings, you know, opportunities for growth, then there is no more of that. So the more that we actually reflect and look at those things, the more opportunity we have to grow and develop as individuals as well. Yeah, definitely. An opportunity to stretch. Yes. All right. So here we go. I've got five questions on 2020 for you, Katie. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one, what was your favorite location? Oh, wow. Okay. I think for me, 
getting over to Tassie was a definite highlight of the year. Mm. And one of the first locations that we arrived into when we got off the ship, off the Spirit, was Stanley, right up in the northwest of Tassie. And I think it was probably a, a culmination of all the anticipation of, of actually, you know, wanting to get back to Tasmania and then arriving there. And, and Stanley is just an epically beautiful location with this really unique, you know, core of a volcano, the nut that juts out into the ocean. That's definitely a favourite location for me. Yeah. I think it was everything that came with that environment mm. as well. The heritage listed homes, there's only, you know, 12 of them, I think, that make up that community along the ancient volcano. The wildlife mm -hmm. driving on the beach, mm -hmm. the crisp air, yes. the way it made us it feel. Cold. <laughs> it, I mean, it just was a stunning location and environment. Good choice. Uh, How about you? Yeah, look, I, I had a bit of a heads up because I wrote these questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have bounced around so many, and I settled on Pumpkin Island. Oh, good and, choice. And nothing to do with Forex or its history as the Forex Island. Uh, it is the picture-perfect paradise for me. The weather was perfect. Up till the Friday when we left, it started to rain. And it was still perfect. Yeah, you're right. And its location as well. I mean, being situated just off the Capricorn coast, um, out from Yapoon, super easy to access. The archipelago. Yeah, that's right. I In just the love saying that word. <laughs> Definitely one of Queensland, one of Australia's hidden gems, I think, little known gems. And that's what it stands for as well. You know, it's the first recognised environmentally uh, award-winning hotel, completely powered by the sun and wind. Yeah. I, I just, I loved it. Yeah, definitely Take uh, me back an eco-tourism gem. Mm. Okay, number two, your favourite meal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, this is, um, wow, this is a hard question to, to think back and reflect on. So probably one that stands out straight away for me is a very recent meal that we had when we headed over to South Stradbroke Island just off the Gold Coast mm. for a few days of camping at Tipler's Cafe there. The beautiful fresh seafood that we had was just incredible. That snapper and the salmon. Oh, the herb crusted snapper. Oh, absolute highlights. Yeah, look, the the chef there. Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you. Mm -hmm. Trained with Neil Perry and you. also Kylie Kwong. So some big names in, you know, Australian chefs. Uh, obviously has built her own skill set and talent uh, alongside that training. Wow. It gives you a different impression when you say kiosk or cafe. Mm. This was presented like a... <laughs> An award-winning restaurant. Do you know what I really loved about this too? The location. So whilst yeah. the food was absolutely, you know, world-class, beautiful food that you would expect in, as you say, Paul, any, you know, highly regarded restaurant around the world, the location was so relaxed and, you know, just that really great chilled coastal vibe, waterfront, 
Perfect. Amazing. You know, food is the the common denominator that brings people together to communicate and uh, particularly when you're even at somebody else's house mm. or a gathering, the kitchen seems to be the epicenter yeah. for people to feel comfortable. And so meals always stand out as highlights in mm. my world. Okay. Well, what was I, your highlight? I ended up settling on Hotel Bruni. Oh, yeah, good choice. And, again, it comes down to the environment you're in, the location, that sunset. Mm, Bruni Island, Tasmania. Yeah, just being on Bruni Island is yeah is good for any meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, hard one. Favorite, best experience. Oh gosh, again, I mean, we have been very privileged this year to experience some incredible experiences tourism providers we've also had a wonderful opportunity to support a lot of small business operators in you know helping to get more exposure for them particularly after the brunt of the pandemic this year best experience look straight away my mind goes back to tassie wow isn't that interesting uh, to the pennicott's wilderness Wow. Uh, adventure cruise that yeah. we enjoyed down on the Tasman Peninsula out of Port Arthur. That was an absolute standout as far mm. as an adventure experience goes that included wildlife and, you know, nature. Amazing stuff. It's a controlled adventure mm. as well. So you still feel... Very pampered and looked after. Mm. And completely family friendly. Yeah. Amazing. That was amazing. We actually did a video, Tasmania's Top 5 Experiences. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good ones. They they could pretty well edge out the almost the top five of Australian experiences that we've had to date. They, the, the place is incredible. It is. Yeah. And, uh, and what they offer and the way they do it, it is remarkable what mm. they... Uh, are able to bring together in such a small state. Oh, in, in that epic natural environment. Yeah. Okay, for me, I decided on a very contrasting experience to that, and that was Red Dirt Tours with Vicky in Winton, Outback Queensland. Oh, so good. And doesn't the name say it all? Look, there is so many amazing experiences out in this part of Australia. And Vicky, I felt, has brought all of that together. The ability to narrate the experience enough that you're engaged and interested and dipping your toe in the experience or in the dirt enough to feel like you've been adventurous and all in the comfort of a super-powered four-wheel drive truck and getting you onto properties and out to places that no one else can experience. They're exclusive to her tour. The highlight being the dinosaur stampede, a national monument, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. How they even found this place mm -hmm. blows my mind. She also has a sunset tour up to the rangelands. Oh, wow. Again, to see an environment that is breathtaking, the sunset, the 
land formations. Oh, all of it was just epic. It captures an evolution of Australia and its natural history mm. remarkably well. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I remember standing atop the rangelands there and looking out as the sun was setting, and you can almost see in your mind's eye the dinosaurs mm. walking around on the valley floor below. It is just such an incredible landscape. Look, if you're ever heading out to Winton and you have one ticketed item that you're able to do, choose... Vicky. Vicky. <laughs> Red Dirt Tours. You won't forget that name. Okay. Number four. <laughs> this is difficult. Your highlighted moment. Best favourite moment. Holy dooly. Okay. That is really <laughs> difficult to reflect on. Again, there have been some pretty amazing moments. And often I think it's the... The smaller, more insignificant moments that are really the ones that have the biggest impacts when you're reflecting on these sorts of things. I'm taking you back to Tasmania again. See, you went down <laughs> the first answer and now you can't leave. Well, you know, and that was pretty much like what happened to us when we, you know. True. We're headed to Tasmania <laughs> when we got at the start stuck, of the year. stuck there for four and a half months. I think for me personally... Going to Tassie was a very long-term dream. I'd been there before in 2006. Yes, look, this is uh, probably a discussion for another podcast. Uh, and I might just give a bit of history here. Katie and I, as you would know if you'd been listening to our podcast at the time, met at Australia Zoo and were there when Steve Irwin was alive. In fact, Katie was the executive assistant to the general manager of Australia Zoo and the personal assistant to the Irwins, Steve Terry, Bindi and Robert. And you had travelled down to Tasmania as a, a guest, really, as a friend with Terry Irwin. And unfortunately, it was that uh, moment in time when Steve uh, was tragically killed and you were with the Irwins at that time. So a lot of history for you there. Yeah, there is a lot of history there. And, and Tassie, because of that, um, has always held a special place in my heart. And it was always a dream to go back there. So when the decision was made for my 40th, all those years later, that we were actually going to take off and head down to Tasmania... Um, oh, gosh, I was just so excited and so much anticipation. So I think the moment for me, huh, what a long-winded way to get to answer this question, but that moment for me was when we drove off the spirit of Tasmania and we didn't have a plan. Everybody we'd spoken to said to us, don't overplan Tassie. Mm. Know which direction you're going in. Yes, that's right. But don't pre-book. Clockwise or anti-clockwise mm. off the ship is basically your choice. Yeah, and that's basically all you need to do because you're going to get so much good local intel on where to stop and where to stay. And so as we drove off the Spirit of Tassie, they actually gave us this little bag of brochures and coupons and things to use and in there was a little brochure for a strawberry farm not far up the road and so we that's right 
we went and we had breakfast. We parked up the van. It was super early. I think the ship docked at 6.30 a.m. And we went in and we we stopped and had some breakfast and we made some decisions on where we mm. were headed. And that moment for me of actually being in Tasmania, feeling, as you said, Paul, that crisp, cool air on our skin. The produce used for breakfast was from the farm that we were sitting at. It, yeah, it, look, it, it is. It's all of that, isn't it? It was, and that, that culmination of, of those 14 years of wanting to get back to Tasmania to, you know, almost finish <laughs> finish the trip that we we unfortunately very sadly didn't get to do back then in 2006. It just was a really mm. beautiful moment for me and my heart. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What about you? Okay. <laughs> Your uh, turn. Look, I, I had more time to think about this than you. I keep coming back to the same feeling in different moments, and that feeling is recognising that I am present to see Jasper having wow moments. And this is where I get a bit emotional. Like you, like you. They happen a lot. And one of the standout times was sitting at Trinity Islands. Mm, in Burrum Heads. Yes. And Jasper just sitting in his camp chair. We actually made French toast, remember? Nanny's famous oh, French toast. Yes. And yeah, we we're all sitting there and we were eating. I think it was my birthday. Anyway, and I just again had that where else would I want to be than right here right now Mm. looking at this little bundle of joy bringing so much joy to us Mm. and I looked at my watch and I remember thinking I could be in a business meeting right now Mm. trying to say what my numbers for the week were and you know defend positions of the business and discuss positions of the business and And that was all good when it was happening, but, man, doesn't it make you realise that you can (coughs) miss life and you can miss these magical moments, you know? And so when that opportunity comes along to be present, it is the most incredible thing. So perfectly said, Paul, and you're right. Those those moments really are the moments that, you know, you just think, like you said, where else would you want to be? Like, how amazing that we are getting to experience this, all of this. So thankful. As a family. Mm. Okay, last question. Here we go. Your favourite standout campsite. Oh, good question. Wow. Well, there have been quite a few actually in 2020. We've found some real gems, haven't we? What about Tassie? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, definitely a couple of standouts in Tassie. I think... The one that springs to mind straight away because of how lush and green it was, mm. was the Huon Valley. Now, it was actually called, I think from memory, the Huonville Caravan Park, but mm. it was anything but a traditional caravan park. It was this incredible property, private property, that was massive and just 
green, the greenest grass that so manicured have ever seen. Wasn't it? Yeah. And we had a site that backed right onto that crystal clear river mm. that was running, freezing, mind you. With platypus. Oh, just beautiful. And we didn't know when we had booked in there, but the Taste of the Huon Festival was oh, running right. on the weekend. So the, the, the caravan park, I don't like calling it that, but the, the campsite was massively booked. It was full and it was so massive that it didn't feel like it was full and that you were on top of your neighbours. What was awesome about being there, aside from how beautiful it was, was that we camped next to our now very close friends who took us in for four and a half months whilst we were stationary in Tassie. So some really good memories from that. That's true. We would That's not have fun. met those people. Mm. And it was possibly the last major festival to run anywhere in Australia. Mm. Because there was 25,000 people there. It was the weekend. Everything stopped as far as gatherings from COVID. Mm. You guys got your face painted as <laughs> Spider-Man. Do you remember that? That was That's awesome. Well, wasn't it? Matching Spideys, weren't we, Jasper? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, I have chosen, again, something out in outback Queensland, mm -hmm. way out west. It is a place called McBride's Boar. Mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman who runs this sheep station is David. Yeah. And he said, yeah, mate, look, your closest camp is about four kilometres away. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never experienced anything like this place. It was quite dusty, dry location, and then you come to what is like a mirage mm -hmm. where there's this large old windmill pumping up hot water from the oh. artesian basin. Hot's an understatement. You actually have to let the water settle for one hour at least before you can even dip your toe in it mm. into this massive bath that he had created, and Jasper and I had a bit of a skinny dip, didn't we? That was amazing. That was like being on another planet for oh, us. A movie it's, set. Yeah, something that we had not ever experienced. And it was actually located just outside of Bacolden, mm -hmm. or Barky, as we've been. Yep, the locals call it. Told to, to pronounce it. I loved that. I thought that was a moment when I really felt that we were completely alone and completely in a place and a state of mind that was what I was seeking before we'd even started. Mm, yeah, great point. Yeah, you're right. That really mm. summed up perfectly. The dream. Yes. Mm. Yes. Isn't that amazing how a certain place or a certain, you know, moment in time can really encapsulate that um, that property was actually um, we found that on Hip Camp, what is now Hip Camp. Um, some great, again, some great private property options to camp it's $15 on. Fifteen dollars a night. Oh, it's unbelievable! <laughs> it's I'm unbelievable. excited for season four coming up this year to do more of that style of camping mm. as well. Mm. You know, to to really conjure up those feelings of 
freedom, you know, the, all of those things that you seek when you are in the planning stages and, and mm. wanting to do this dream. Do you know, looking back at this year and reflecting on it has also, again, other than the learnings and, and highlighting these moments that we've just discussed, it's made us really reflect on how thankful we are for you, the person listening, mm-hmm. the audience that has literally been created out of just our consistency and putting content out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we this time last year, I think we were going, oh, it'd be great if we had 500 subscribers on YouTube, and now there's almost 7,000, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's um, been amazing. And Facebook and Instagram and all of it uh, is just booming and the responses and the emails and the texts and the comments are so encouraging Mm. and so beautiful so thank you so much i think that is you know really where this whole podcast leads to is that if you're in your reflection on 2020 and you you can't find something to celebrate Mm. that that can be you know truly understood but find something to be thankful for yeah that's right find that moment or those moments that you can be thankful for stop and give thanks Mm, definitely perfect perfect and that that's going to put you in such good stead going into 2021 and any new year for that matter Mm. just taking the time to really look back and can you reflect yeah Mm. definitely all right, so 2021. <gasps> it's it, going to be big. Again, we'll direct you back to last week's podcast or straight to our website, all the W's, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. Kate has uploaded a link to finish your year before it starts making the most of your year. Check that out. Click on it. Sit down with yourself, your family, your loved ones, your kids. Do it. We, we encourage you to take this first week of January of 2021, make a plan, mm. and then put those steps in place to make it happen. And uh, we would trust that you will have a better year. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's just all about getting your mindset into that that right frame of mind to kickstart this year. Let's mm. put 2020 behind us. It is that. It's a framework for for the new year yeah all right we will wrap it up there again from our family to yours we hope that you have a happy healthy and prosperous 2021 dream big look after yourself and happy trails